that would have been aggressive, aggressive bumware. down to uh negra on the falls took some ladies niagara, with us niagara on the falls i've niagara never on heard the falls. It. niagara I've on the lake called that in on, my life okay niagara on the falls falls on the niagara How's it going, man? Hey, I can hear you. Look at awesome. <laughs> How are you? Just fine. Ah, we did it. Good to take a break during the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was at, I was working at eight o'clock and finished at ten thirty, and I, I it's the only time I had all day to squeak in a run, which is important for like my mental well-being. And so that was like, run the run, jump in the shower, look like Tomato Face, and here we are. Podcast, and here we are. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a podcast. You can, That's why it's a podcast. You can look any way that you want to, and uh, they just have to listen to your voice. You look good, but you uh, you have a little bit of a, uh, a unibomber kind of look to you <laughs> today. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the, the 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 beard is getting a little bit long. Oh. You got to trim that back. Uh, there you go. That's okay. How have you been? Yeah, just fine. I don't. I, I don't shout that. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't have a lot to talk about. Really. Yeah, oh, this I mean, is going to be mean, a long I, podcast. Yeah, say no, no. Um, been been busy though. Uh, this past weekend, I got together with Johnny from Thirty Yard Six. Yes, and awesome. uh, he and I went down to uh, Niagara on the Falls. Took some ladies Niagara, with us. Niagara on the Falls. I've Niagara never on heard the Falls. It. Niagara I've on never the Lake. Niagara called that in on, my life okay niagara on the falls falls on the niagara right and yes. uh and you yeah, had so and you had ladies with ladies, you yeah well those Wait, is were, this like an fm station what the hell that is was, that that was her wives okay those right. are wives let's right. let's be honest what's, i like i like to make it uh, more than than it is but yeah no uh, <laughs> it's nice to go out with your wife what is wrong with you exactly allison's no. wonderful <laughs> no, she is wonderful Right. So uh, we we hadn't uh, seen I hadn't seen him and his and his wife for quite some time. I actually grew up with his wife, and uh, and re remain good friends to this day. Well, let's unpack that. So yeah, <laughs> no, we caught uh, we caught a play at the Shaw Festival. Went to see Dance nice. and then we all shacked up at some dilapidated motel in Niagara. Really. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that we survived the night. Honestly, we walked <laughs> in. The chairs were the first thing that you saw in the room, and they were falling apart. I'll be honest. I I'm hoping that it's because 
of the cleaning solution that they've been using during COVID. And that I know that it breaks down that leatherette very quickly if you're yes. not using the correct the correct product and, and most household products uh, break it down. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm hoping it's that as opposed to bumware. Because yeah. that that would have been aggressive, aggressive bumware. <laughs> anyway, All right, we have, no, no, wow. No, so I thought time. this was this was really good because we started with you and and uh, what Andy from Thirty Odd Six, Johnny, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. We interviewed him. I know we interviewed him a while ago. I know. Yeah. I know. Season one. We have seasons. Yeah, we've no got idea. seasons. We've got seasons. We're wow. in season two now. Okay. Wow. I hope we get picked up. <laughs> Is that a thing in podcasting? Um, no, I thought this was good. You're staying true to the, the format. Let's talk about 30 odd six and you're going to see somebody in the Shaw festival, by the way, I thought that the Shaw festival just did plays by him, but the damn Yankees that's by Abbott and Douglas or something, right? Yeah. So, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a good play. It it's written in like 1955, and it it feels like it was written in 1955. So you, mm. you have to consider that when you're going. You just have to be open right. to the the music that's played. The orchestra was wonderful, and um, and everybody's voice was was like spot on. Yeah, it's no, amazing. it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if. Uh... Well, you know what? Never mind what I wonder. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> no, you know what it is. Want to know what you wonder? No, you know what it was. Was I was going to say that you you'd said, "Well, it was written in 1950? 55. 55. I had to look that up. Okay, fair enough. It wasn't just something I knew. Okay. You know, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. That's fine. <laughs> but it begs the question. I wonder whether musicals eventually will fall under the criticism you know, sort of, of of the lens. Like we, we, we seem to look at a lot of things in the past through the lens of today and get very critical and judgmental, right? And try to cancel things that are like, I can't believe it. It's like, but that's evolution. If that yeah. was what it was in the time. So I wonder whether musicals will fall under that too. Do you know what I mean? Like if somebody went out, I don't know what is in, I've never seen the play. Yeah. But if there was something that was, I don't know, questionable, uh, by today's standards, by today's lens, do, will will the the crowd that be start trying to cancel those plays or change them or call yeah, George it, Shaw out? Yeah, I don't. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to they say. Tend to I mean, dead people a lot. <laughs> they do. They do. They don't like buildings and statues in particular. They they like to knock those down or or change names, and, and that's understandable. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not that knowledgeable on a lot of of plays or musicals to know what the subject matter is and if somebody would would have an issue with it. Yeah. But it's no, only a story of the time. That. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's just what what the story is. Whether or not you choose to go listen to it, uh, that's something else. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that's always the rule of thumb. If you don't like it, you can don't change go. the channel. Don't that's go. Right. Turn it off. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yet doesn't necessarily need to be canceled, but whatever. So. so what's been going on with you, man? You, you well, I, I, I'll you bring had a gig back. last night, didn't you? Uh, we had a gig on Friday. We were playing. Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah, we played at Hacks uh, Hacks Bar in Kitchener, and uh, I love that place. Everybody that I talked to, like they, I don't know, a lot of people haven't heard of it. 
they'll uh it's a really out of the way location but it's a it's a great bar yeah it's a small neighborhood bar and i guess what i want to focus on is the people there that are really great they're very kind and the wait staff is wonderful and we always get four or five people coming up afterwards to say you know great job great show we really like the band which they don't have to do no and and you know even if they did they could just say well that was fine and walk out and uh sure i always i always try to uh whenever i'm at a concert if i have the opportunity to go and and chat with anybody um you know, I will. So, so Kim always makes fun of me for that. She's like, look, the concert's over. Can we just leave now? I say, no, no, no I gotta, I gotta know. talk to like, the people. Yeah. I gotta talk I gotta to the people. They did a good job, you know? And, um, so I want to talk about the blues festival cause I was down there. Oh, but nice. Just, yeah. Just yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. Just to finish my thought, we went, we went to, um, Ancaster the other night to a restaurant to meet some friends of Kim's that she hadn't seen for a while. And the idea was we were going to go there and they were going to catch up. And it was going to be about conversation. So the, the staff seated us on the patio, which was fine, but there was an acoustic player out there playing and his speakers were like right by the table they sat us at. And he was fine. He was really good. Sure. But, but there was not, there was no conversation that was going to be had because, because just, you couldn't actually hear each other. No, not at all. Not at all. So there was about eight people at this table and on oh, mass, we got up and went inside to sit at another table. But before we left the restaurant, I had to go over and tell this guy, I said, man, it was nothing personal. You were doing fine. Right. Here's the situation. And, and you know, he we thanked came me. here for the conversation. Right. And it wasn't the fact that we didn't like your music. Right. We just needed to, to be able to hear each other. Yeah, but that, exactly. that, that's cool. That's cool, though, that you did go back and chat with him. Just well, I don't know if he cared. I, think I mean, I think he'd appreciate it. Kind of like. I, yeah. If all of a sudden I saw people walking away from, from where I was performing, that that'd be nice to know why. Yeah, like, yeah. like they got up and said, ah, "I don't like this guy." <laughs> yeah, or exactly. So, kind of like I like know. what you're doing. It's just not our vibe tonight. Right. Where'd but you guys anyway. go for dinner? Do you know? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a uh, milestones. So okay, sure. Yeah, it was fine. Good meal. Nice sure. people. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think if anybody is still listening <laughs> to this particular podcast, probably not. Uh, already... Yeah, probably not. Um, to our nine listeners, you know, it's always good to, you know, if you see a performance and you have the opportunity, obviously, at bigger concerts, you can't be, hey, could I just talk to Springsteen for just one second? I just want to tell him what a great job he did. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the Blues Festival, on the other hand, I mean, it's, it's usually of kind of access to the artist you can yeah. go up and tell them what a great job and so yeah so i want to stop you there for yeah, just yeah. one minute sure. for those of you that have actually got to this point in the podcast it's just lance and i today there is no guest so you're just gonna have to put up with us oh okay. yeah that's right lance back back to the blues fest what if i uh what if i did another voice we could have a guest I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at accents. Yeah. I don't. Do I like it. You know what? The, the sad thing is, I think I'm really good at them. <laughs> I just and, everybody just notices yeah. that or says that it sounds exactly the same. Yeah, or it's not even close. Like I, you know, uh, at the end of the hacks gig, this enormous man came up after the gig, and I mean, like he looked like one of those strongman competitors. Yeah, so gotcha. just big and big bushy beard. And uh, he says, uh, I really liked your show. And uh, I am a Norwegian uh, heavy metal singer. Now, he kind of sounded like that, but I'm okay. sure I'm massacring He's this accent. Like Norwegian it's, accent. 
Yeah, it's not, but it's it's very and oh yeah, and then he follows this up with, and by the way, I I like the old gods. Like I'm from Norway. I like Thor and Odin, and I'm like, what what's oh yeah, that's right. How, how did that even? No, out. no, it's he just. How did you get intro. there? I don't know, but I know it was two a.m. And you know who comes out at two a.m.? It's like, okay, of course, of course you do. The, what, the dude what that you... makes the old gods. Yeah. Anyway, well, whatever. He outweighed me by like two hundred pounds. Sure. So if he wants do you to need talk, me to pray to? We're Odin? talking. Is that what you need me to do? Because yeah. I, I will do that. I don't know what whatever you need. It's I, two a.m. and you are a very large man. Yeah, and and you know who doesn't like Chris Hemsworth? So good for you. Uh, but no, sweet guy, a heavy metal singer, apparently from Norway and uh, and uh, liked the band and wanted to know about my singing journey. And it's like, dude, it's two in the morning. <laughs> I don't have the only I, journey I'm interested in is me in my Bronco. I home. barely have time for this. My wife definitely doesn't have time for this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's not she's not coming out to the 2 a.m. gig. Are you kidding? But uh, yeah. So, so, but see, there's the funny thing. I just advocated for people going up to artists after their, you know, after yeah. the show saying great job. And now I seem to be complaining <laughs> because somebody did it to me. I'm not but sure that you. I'm not sure that no. you're necessarily complaining. I think no. how we got to it, you were you were making fun of the fact that you can't do accents. That's really what this story is about. That's and, true. And That's really, true. you have just confirmed that for myself you think and so? the audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. Let's put somebody up that can really speak like a big Norwegian. I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay. So I, anyway, yeah. I can't do a Norwegian accent and I'm not going to no. try to, but well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I lack that. You know what? I should have grown a beard for this. Yeah, just a big, really. just a big bushy, bushy beard. beard. But I mean, nobody yeah. would have seen it. First off, we are a podcast. No, that's true. And thank you heavens. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have had time. No, 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 no. I wouldn't have had time. Uh, scruff maybe, but that's it. But yeah. So, exactly. so yeah. So blues fest. Blues so fest. Saturday Let's... night. Yeah. So I want to, yeah, I want to just say it was really great. Uh, I know that it was 40 freaking degrees out. And for that reason, there might've been, you know, some people that just stayed away. It's like the last thing I want to do is be in a crowd of people post pandemic or during a pan, you know, wherever we are. Um, there's multiple reasons to not go. Right. And, and all of which, you know, are valid. Um, but I wanted to support these things because if, if we don't, they kind of go away. Yeah. And, and so it was important. So you can, you know, throw a mask on and if, but it's outside. So that's good. Um, over in Victoria Park, you could certainly keep your distance from people. There was no reason to be right shoulder to shoulder. Even if you were under the tent, there was certainly room. Uh, on King Street, on their main stage, right out in front of City Hall, um, that was a different story. That seemed to be because it was just a very narrow space. There was yeah, lots is. of, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so my son and I went down to see Drive-By Truckers. Awesome. Which is, uh, yeah, uh, Alabama band. Jason Isbell used to play with them right. uh, back in the day. So they were fun. We watched them for a little bit under the tent. Unfortunately, they were also playing at the same time the Headstones were playing. So we kind of, you know, rolled the dice. We watched sort of half a set from the drive-by truckers and then boogied up to uh, King Street and watched the Headstones, which were fantastic. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So both, both bands were great. And then the next day in the sweltering heat, I came back to see my guys lowest the low and, uh, you know, see ron and and uh and the guys so yeah um, i really wanted to get out to take in the blues fest but i unfortunately was at the end of a cold and i didn't oh, want yeah. to be out in amongst others where all of a sudden you 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 have to cough and then everybody still stares 
and I just didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. No. And you know what? That's, that's a valid choice too. Sure. Um, I think that, uh, I think, yeah, I mean, while, while it's, you know, a bit of your loss, right. You didn't want to, you know, get oh, it. Um, but no, I think that sometimes it's some of theirs too, because lots of people don't know what amazing photos you take while you go out to see these things. So sometimes yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, so lowest of the low was fantastic. It's, um, uh, you know, it is a bit of a misnomer when you talk about, like, I think the Cramdens played and like the Headstones, Lowest to the Low, none of which I would classify as a blues band. But yeah. I think the blues are a genre. It's a bit of a niche thing. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of music come from the blues and gospel. So, there, you know, there's a tie in. But I think the organizers are smart not to make this a completely purist blues festival because it attracts way more people. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, and, and Ron Hopkins get some joke about cross, that. crossover yeah. bands. We're a, you know, here we are a rock band and sort of posing as a blues band to get, to get through this. <laughs> just, just to get into uh, the festival. Just to get in the festival. But I like talking to those guys and, and have, you know, for, have done for a long time. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, it's great. It's, it's one of the things that I just feel that, uh, you know, we got to try to bring live music back to the area. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be playing at uh, Paul Maxwell's place in September, I think. Oh, fantastic. And, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not headlining, but I mean, I think there's, I don't know if it's a, if it's like a group of bands that are playing or it's an actual band contest. I'm not really sure, but I, we're playing it. I don't know. They've got uh, a great venue. He's got a great venue and I love Paul Maxwell. I think he's just one of the nicest guys, uh, smart guy. And, and it's a great venue. I've always found, I always complained to Paul. So this isn't a secret. I was like, dude, why is this place so freaking loud? Like, I know, I know I sound old, but it's a tin can. Like, can we not, <laughs> you know, I don't even know my ears bleeding at the end of the night. So maybe get some uh, clouds up on the ceiling, something like that. Just start yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it's still a great spot to see live music in, it is, in Waterloo. It is. And like, and if, Paul's if done a wonderful job, right? Yeah. If you uh, are you're looking to get out to a show, check, uh, check out their website because they, they've got a great lineup coming. Yeah, they do. Paul's done a really great job. I know he's got some partners in there as well. Yeah. Um, but but Paul does the uh, like he's the guy. And so he's, he's really built that and got, uh, we should have him on the show. Actually, now that I've said his yeah, name, like, no, he's really talking, talking about him. all right, I'll talk to Paul. He, he could I'll have been our he, guest today. He could have been our guest today. Why didn't we think of Paul? Oh, damn it. I don't know. It's too late for us, but anyway, so anyway, the blues festival was great. Um, if anybody actually listens to this episode, season two, I'm told, um, then you know please comment below reinforce the fact it was it was a really good festival i thought the, the, i just i saw a few bands um but it was yeah it was great and they yeah. survived the sweltering heat better than if, rain i suppose if i can get this show up before this weekend if you're listening to this before august the the 19th I'm actually going to be at Strummerfest on the 19th and the 20th here in Waterloo and they've got a fantastic lineup of old school punk rock bands, ska, reggae, and it is just a just a great time. So, uh, yes, I'll be I'll All be right. out there with my camera. So yep. if if you're listening to this and you see me, come up and say hi. No, I'll, that's awesome. I Thank won't you. shoo you good. away like Lance does. 
I don't shoo anyone away. Unless if you're you or the Norwegian, Norwegian heavy metal heavy metal dude. Come yes. up and say hi. I'll talk to you. All right. I'd like no, you know what? He was a really nice guy. Frightening at two in the morning, though. I gotta tell you, I've got just I'm loading out. I've got it's like, oh my god. <laughs> There's no light. This guy is standing in front of me. There's no light around. Just because he's blocked it out. I know it's a lunar eclipse. Did, I, did, I could I imagine him carrying like a, a big knife. Did he have a large knife on him? I don't know. No, I don't okay. know. But he was it was funny because he wanted a picture with the band and Who? he was uh but you go so okay, so there's five guys in the band. Yeah. This guy is like takes two people, like the space right. of two people. <laughs> and so he was gonna just stick his arm out and do some sort of selfie action. Sure. And I said to him. You're not just, you know, because I knew he had a friend at the bar with him. And I said, well, why don't you get your buddy there to take the photos? So everybody gets in the picture. And he, right. and he says, oh, that that is a good idea. And he yells across the bar, Nikolai, Nikolai, come get you. this photo. And he's just bellowing across. The, now, it's people still in the bar drinking. They can't right. serve after two, but but, but there's still or one. Whatever. You still have your, your yeah. drink that there's you ordered drinking. before one. Yeah, Nikolai is not coming. And this guy just continues to bellow. And then he looks at me and goes, Nikolai, Nikolai is drunk as fuck. He is not going to come. <laughs> that is awesome. Perfect. Yeah, okay, perfect. Did, so, did, did we get everybody into the picture? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I always I always laugh. Anybody that follows uh, the Monday Morning Whiskey on uh, Facebook or Instagram, uh, it's hysterical because the drummer, Chris Saran, is never in our I mean, He's in our photos, but you generally see like an eyebrow or a hat or, sure. do you know what I mean? Because he's always behind me yeah. or he's behind Rob uh, or the guitar player, like whatever. The drummer is tucked away, right? Like to get a photo of him, I literally need to step on stage. Yes. Step around you yeah. to get that photo. Yeah, but you're, the, you're one of like the few people that can, like you could well, do yeah, that. Exactly. And no one in the band would care because you remember <laughs> the band. There's right. Andrew have at it he's but on stage whereas, now yeah there was there was a gig that i won't i won't mention where it was at but okay. people, people were quite rude and oh, they were like yeah there were some females that came up and while we were singing uh stuck a phone in mark our keyboardist who's singing harmony by the way he's playing keyboards he's singing harmony and they stick a phone in his face saying hey can you guys do this song while we're doing a song, I'm I'm singing right now. Yeah, I'm singing yeah. right now. And then a, another patron at the same place who was um, perhaps had been overserved jumped up and grabbed a tambourine and started playing along. Not really on beat, of course. Oh well, see, I mean that's where the problem lies. Yeah, well, it's one that, of the problems. Yeah, he isn't on on beat. Yeah, and so you know when I say to people, you know, you should give Hacks Bar and Grill a, a try. Um, I, I say that just because the people are so nice and they're well-mannered and, you know, and even it's a bar and it's one in the morning and there might, they might be kind of crazy. There might be big old Norwegian heavy metal singers, but they are nice and uh, we've never had an issue. So, oh, that's cool. um, yeah. So anyway, by all means, jump on stage and, and get a picture of Chris because he would, he would very much appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, you yeah, know, the, the drummers, they, yeah they feel uh, like they're they're really ignored and just anytime anybody shows any interest they're, yeah they're they're happy well and he he controls our facebook page so if you shot him a few photos of of him he would be ecstatic just anyway, he would plaster whatever. the facebook with it yes <laughs> Anyway, we got the picture. This guy's like hugging me and about, you know, three other guys in the band. Chris is yeah. in there somewhere. It, you know, it looks like a, a bad prison movie. And I'm not going to do well. So 
uh yeah he's just a massive oh, that's cool though yeah 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 that's cool uh <laughs> lots of uh, you know th that's kind of where the stories lie when you talk to like even when we talked to we were talking to colin cripps about blue rodeo and mm -hmm. and you know some of the stories that after the show's over um i do hope to get ron hawkins on here one day from lowest to the low and i know he's got some stories um certainly uh stephen stanley remember they had stories maybe yeah now his wasn't after the band played his was more hiking getting lost <laughs> running into a rabid elk <laughs> or a, a horny elk i believe not rabid but just an excited elk and it followed um, him back to the hotel yeah yeah exactly <laughs> waving its elk underwear i don't know i just yeah so i don't have any stories little like cologne. That. there's no there's no elk <laughs> they don't this is gonna go down what? Oh, okay Lord. sorry my elk specialist badge here anyway yeah, so so there's the Blues Festival. What else can we talk about that has to do with... Uh, so Strummer Fest, that's great. That's our buddy Peter Fowler, or Pete Fowler, and uh, Lost Indie City. He's all involved with Strummer Fest, yes? Yeah, I'm not sure. At least sure. he's involved in promoting it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I know he's he talks about it on the show, and they've been out uh, to shows in the past supporting... I well, he hosted it last year. It was in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't Strummer Fest that he hosted. That was a separate event. But... Last year, it was just a, a video montage of, of the bands. Because okay. of COVID, they still, still weren't doing it live. I am not certain if uh, his, his radio show, The Lost Indie City, is involved this year or not. I haven't actually seen anything from him. I've, I've heard it being discussed, but... Uh, well, he's prom I, he's I promoted on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought, so, I, yeah, I, no, I exactly. I just, I haven't seen there like uh michael who is the producer right. of the show um he posts we've interviewed him as well yeah exactly um he posts out now and again oh uh these are the people that are bringing you the show and right. i just haven't seen the lost indie city yet or, or his radio station right um 98.5 there you go uh, great station it's good, to, good no <laughs> <laughs> sorry cross promotion yeah. no i've got a question for you because we've we've also interviewed um toronto mike so if you're still listening <laughs> you're gonna get your this whole episode might be a little bit of a cross promotion like check out kw blues fest next year check out lost indie city and uh, now i'm talking about toronto mike who is a uh, it's a big podcast out of toronto he's got lots of followers and, and he's had 1500 episodes and uh interviews a lot of uh toronto celebrities as far as he has really got me back into humble and fred he, oh yeah they they were uh they had their music or they had their radio show on 102.1 the edge um back in back in the day and i used to right. listen they were my radio station and those were the yeah. the hosts that i that i listened to right. and i just kind of lost track of them but he produces their podcast and so i am now a regular regular listener again nice yeah nice well, he had a he had an episode that I listened to not too far. Well, I talked to you about it. Uh, he was interviewing Jeff Woods, Jeff yeah. Wood from uh, well back back in the day. I think he was with uh, Q one hundred seven, right? I believe so. Yeah, and uh, and now is um, has his uh, records and rock stars podcast, which is huge, and he's got a studio up in Blue Mountain, and uh, I, I get to text with uh, Jeff once in a while. So we want to get him on on here too. But that was an interesting podcast, I thought. Yeah. If if you haven't 
listen to Jeff's podcast, you, you've got to give it a listen. Like the well, if you're has, into musicology, yeah, exactly. But I mean, the dude has just a, a great voice, and he could just read the phone book, and I could just <laughs> sit and listen to it. Yeah, he does have a great just, voice. He's got that cool voice. So, and I, you know, more cross promotion for Jeff, but I, I just think this is interesting because he has such a, a good, you know, baritone type of voice. And he is about to launch his blue, blue motel, um, reading erotica. For, uh, <laughs> did you not hear that during the podcast? Yeah. So, yeah, I can only I did. imagine, you know, well, this is, you know, and he, and he explains, well, you know, this is to, uh, to help people get to sleep or, uh, you know, if they just want to listen, I'm just going to be, I like how you get yeah. right up on the mic. When, oh yeah. When, when oh, you're yeah, saying, you have to do yeah, it. Just, yeah. Right yeah. Well, read. it's like a one, it's a one 900 voice, right? It's just like, <laughs> Jeff's, Jeff's awesome. And, um, yeah, I just, I, it's, it's, it's kind of neat because I feel like it's, well, I don't know. Is anyone else doing that? Like an audio book for, I don't, I'm sure don't know, there, like I'm sure there letters or is out there, but yeah uh i mean there, there's everything yeah. well we'll see we'll see Sleep what still. a we'll see what a good writer he is um because you know he's got a he still has to make it interesting it can't be i i ordered a pizza and five cheerleaders <laughs> showed up at the door like, it's gotta be something right you know what so, we have to have him just on the show just to talk about that like that's fair i think that yeah, we won't talk about music yeah we'd Forget about, about music. music. We'll talk right. about his erotica podcast. Yeah. He does play guitar though. So I could, could talk about guitars, but yeah, I suppose talk about guitars. It, hey, I've got a question. Always for comes you. back to guitars with you. Have you got a it, new one yet? You're like every uh, other month you seem to, to switch out your, your quiver yeah, of guitars. Yeah. I don't, um, I admit to nothing as well. <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying don't worry your wife podcast. your wife does not listen uh, to this no, podcast, and I she's know. certainly I not know. listening at 30 minutes in to the podcast. no no of course not um i've got a question for you because i yeah. i this is and this is good for listeners to think about too because this this is just an interesting uh conundrum i was uh i was listening to a group of uh i guess this is gonna make me sound like i'm yeah, I'm 17. I was listening to a discussion on YouTube and the, the question of the day was when the boomer generation has passed away, will vintage guitars and amps uh, still have value? So will younger people value things that they had virtually nothing to do with? Are they listening to that kind of music that those instruments, because right now, Right now, just for listeners to put this in some sort of context, an actual 1959 Les Paul, you know, depending on its condition, could be like a quarter million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. But it's only worth that if you can find somebody to buy it. So the, the question that they were posing was, you know, um, will these things, but it applies to vintage cars, it applies to vinyl records, it applies to anything that is not contemporary right right so what do you think just off, do, do, offhand do you think the market will become flooded with these these old guitars well there's not that many that's why they have value. well the, so i mean no there isn't a lot but but what i'm saying is you you all of a sudden have the the baby boom, boomers that are passed on that have these guitars and all of a sudden they're now coming out onto the marketplace 
Right. I think people are still going to uh, still are going to be purchasing them, whether or not they're worth a half million dollars anymore. I'm not certain, but you know, there's, there's something about having a guitar in your hand that has seen a lifetime of playing and has a lifetime of wear on it. Right. That people appreciate. Some people. Yeah. I think collectors will always do their best to keep those values high. There's not that many. I think they have a running joke that there was only, in 1959, there was only like 1,500 Les Pauls made and there's only 3,000 left. <laughs> you know, so they have this like idea that, well, what, what number is correct? Right. And I think, I think, you know, when they're worth that much, you're talking about a very small group of people like Joe Bonamassa or Slash or those guys that, that can even touch these things, right? Yeah. Uh, the reissues are, I mean, the more technology they have now, the reissues are identical to yeah, it's crazy. 1959 ones, right? Because they're being lasered, you know, teched in and stuff. So whatever. But it was just a really, I just thought it was an interesting thing about, hey, as the boomers die, then, and the Gen Xers are the ones that appreciated all the vintage stuff. And then as we start getting older, like who will be around to value these these things and if now the the point was made too that um you know if, if younger people aren't necessarily listening to zeppelin and the beatles and, and you know the stones etc which i would argue they kind of are like you can still walk yeah. through any university campus and hear that music it's timeless and it's there they've discovered it uh, but if they're not listening to that music um as much then will they appreciate those instruments and then the counter argument to that somebody said well you know those stradivarius violins they still pull down a really good dollar. And I don't know that Bach and Beethoven and all those, you know, that's not like top of the charts anymore. Yeah, you're right. So it is what it is. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting conversation. I was recently watching a tour of the Fender Custom Shop. Nice. And what I found interesting was, is that one of the bodies that they had pulled uh, pulled out to talk about right the wood came out of the elma combo oh yeah that's that's rob thorne yeah and that's rob um, thorne. he's a master so, builder he's built yeah. those we uh we had talked about that on a previous show but i just thought that it was amazing that that they were actually discussing this in the the storied history behind the wood and and the fact that you you know you've the music has essentially infused this wood and right. it just makes it different. Yeah. They, <laughs> Whether so or not that combo. is true, I don't know, but it's just yeah, a cool I, I don't know. story. If you're into Canadian rock history, um, you know, the Alma Combo is a famous, famous uh, club in Toronto and it was undergoing a massive renovation. So Rob Thorne, who's one of the master builders for Fender and Canadian, went down and scooped some rafter wood or whatever it is and and uh so he's made i don't know how many sets i think is it 25 i think it was 25 sets and you can only they they won't sell them separately but he's built a telecaster and a strat out of this wood and he's made 25 sets of them and then you have to buy the strat and the telly together as the el macombo set combo the yeah combo at the combo macombo yes <laughs> well done <laughs> yeah, um i think yeah and and that's a really cool idea it's it's pretty it's pretty exclusive. I think there's, there's very few people that will be able to afford or, or would choose to spend their money that way. Cause it's not, it's not cheap and you know what I mean? So 
Um, one of the problems that Gibson's, you know, one of the criticisms that uh, is lobbied against Gibson's right now is that they're just so expensive. Um, it's become prohibitive for young players. Yeah. Um, they were saying that um, at Coachella this year, when you looked at all the new indie bands coming up, hardly anybody's playing a Gibson. More people were playing Fenders, um, jazz masters in particularly, but mostly Fenders. I think Fenders done a better job of creating lines of affordability all the way mm -hmm. up to the custom shop and then the master builds. Uh, and, they, and then they have uh, Fender uh, Jam Play. Which now, what, is, uh, what do you think of the, the guitars that, that are essentially the knockoffs of, of the, the Gibsons and the, the Fenders? Like with the technology that goes into them now, what do you think? You mean by like off brands that yeah, are off brand? Well, Sorry, it kind of depends on who it is. So, yeah. you know, you, you talk to a, like, so I don't know if you'd include PRS as an off brand because it's a major player, but yeah. Paul Reed Smith, um, the one, the one guitar that really brought them back into the mainstream was John Mayer's Silver Sky, which is a Strat with a PRS touch, right? Yeah. So, you know, they, they did that and, and then it brought more the masses into looking at, oh, I never even heard of PRS. So, um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of great guitars that, you know, the vintage ones that came out of, you know, in the 50s, 60s, like Harmony and K and all those things. They all, mm -hmm. they were all built national. They're all built out of the same factory in Chicago and distributed to Sears and uh, Walgreens and stuff. And those are great, great pickups, great guitars. And they, they're half, if not a third of the price, you know? Yeah. So, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of custom makers out there. Montreal Guitar, which is a luthier up in Montreal. They, they're starting to build their own guitars and they're wonderful. It's just all about the tone. Doesn't matter whose name, name is on it. It's just. Well, it matters if you decide if you want to go and sell it. Right. You can find a great guitar by uh, a luthier and it's the most amazing guitar in the world. And then you go to sell it and no one's ever heard of it before. It's not going to sort of retain the value so it just depends but on what if you you're buying the guitar to create music then it's right and just it's about the music as opposed to what well what's the resale value on it depends yeah no exactly <laughs> I, I, I buy all my guitars to make music they're all tools right but i don't want to buy one that if i decide i i don't want it anymore i have to i don't know like there's but one you just don't have to eat the cost essentially and, and go buy a complete brand new guitar as opposed right. to trading in something and get right. a good return on it um to to buy your new guitar well that's why i try not to buy new guitars <laughs> right you that's always right. buy the vintage guitars i know that no i don't i don't always buy vintage guitars i just buy beat the crap guitars that sound awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if uh, you're looking to if it's sell a pretty guitar, guitar. <laughs> i recommend tying it behind your car and dragging along for a couple kilometers a couple miles and then Lance will be interested in it. That sounds about right. <laughs> Can't look anybody who knows me and who's seen me in person knows that uh, you you can't put anything too pretty right up next to me. The juxtaposition is too much. <laughs> it's just it's too much. Agreed. I don't try. I try not to stand too close to my wife. She's beautiful. I can't oh, do no, it. People like because well, you just kind of get that question. It's like, how did he get her? You know, I know how that, I know how that goes. Yeah. So if I if I stand on stage with a guitar that's super pretty, it's like, where's that guy coming off with that guitar? Yeah, no. Right. Where if it's a beat up <laughs> telly, you know, like, well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, exactly. Off his I, I, I understand. Yes. You've taken photos. You've made the guitars look really good, by the way. Yeah. 
I try my best anyway. I know. As long I as know. I can keep you out of the photo. Yes. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> that's why I'm that's why I'm working so hard to sound like Jeff Wood. Yeah. That's, you know, with the mellifluous voice. There you go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read you anything erotic. I I'm not gonna do it. No, no, we'll we'll save that for for Jeff. All right. Hey, I've so, got a I've got a quick I've got a quick um quick business idea for you that I'm gonna okay. maybe I shouldn't even discuss it on the podcast because then everybody will have well exactly. Why don't we share it like but, discuss uh, it off podcast? Now I want to because I it talks it speaks to okay. you being a great photographer. Oh my what's so uh, at tribe, what's at tribe what 74. If you're still listening at tribe 74, it's just you should just check out some of Andrew's photography. So and as far as I know, he'll he'll photograph anything. So, pretty uh, no, I had, a, I had a friend of mine who's what's that? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. yeah as long as it's not illegal. Um, yeah, Even so I had a friend of mine. Questionable. Yeah, as long as you're paying. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. It's questionable. What's illegal? <laughs> um, yeah. So I had a friend of mine who put on a golf tournament last weekend. He's a he's a NHL or AHL player. Anyway, he's got a nice foundation. His name's Ben Jones. He created this golf tournament made lots of money for uh, children in sports wonderful cool but he had a photographer walking around he took pictures you know the guy took pictures of all the signage and all the companies that sponsored him and and uh, all the players and all these great photos of you know it helped uh it helped build the brand of the golf tournament right and uh the sponsors loved it because they had great photos with their stuff and i thought andrew would like to do that andrew could just walk around a beautiful golf course all day and you know yeah. taking pictures i think that's a great or idea put the sunscreen on and and head on sunscreen out. or dress oh, like you yeah. are right now the unibomber yeah. the hat and the glasses yeah. i don't know yeah no i i really need to to cover up this glowing white skin i have i, I was <laughs> good skin me and a golf course we don't always mix but it's a lot of fun to be out there <laughs> yeah yeah well exactly uh we're too young for golf i think at this point so Anyway, there's your business idea. Get out right. and, and uh, volunteer, or not volunteer, whatever, just put, put, yeah, put it out there for out golf tournaments. Say, so, hey, if you're holding a celebrity golf, golf tournament, just do the celebrity out. ones. Yeah. I don't care if there's a celebrity there or not. No, yes, you do. There's there's more money if it's celebrities. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, don't don't take pictures of the Lance Dawson golf tournament. <laughs> 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 if you have to golf like Lance, then everybody will be in the woods. and <laughs> Nobody will be in the fairway. Yeah, no, I get my money's worth when i go out to a course i get to see the entire course yes pennies per stroke yeah <laughs> it's the value is unbelievable so anyway uh, well okay. have we have, how many listeners do you think we've lost how many do you think we have still listening listening right now i the, i'm gonna say that there's at least one or two and i appreciate you okay. guys for hanging, hanging on in and listening to the entire show right we love you now, Andrew, hey, easy with it. We love you. Come on, man. <laughs> now, Andrew's Sorry. already said, no, so you're going to try to I get... I love you. Lance, All on right. the other hand, it's questionable. I'm terribly fond of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you said you're going you're gonna to try to... I don't even want to say what... I think the phrase you used was you're going to try to get it up this weekend. So that's good for you. <laughs> uh, that's great. Would you my care? wife won't be happy, but yes, I'm going to try <laughs> Get the, get, get the show uh, up. The maturity weekend. of a 12 year old. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get this up quickly because we talked about the blues fest. We talked about strummer fest that's coming up quickly. Um, and there are new episodes. I promise of backstage lowdown with real live guests. Uh, and maybe if we can, com if we can convince Pete Fowler to, to join us again, that would be kind of cool. 
Yeah, got to get that dude's voice back on. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong. You've got a great voice. I try, but nobody wants to really listen to me and my stories. Well, <laughs> I don't they know. just have if they're still actually listening now. Okay. No, I think I think if you stop massacring geography like Niagara on the Falls or Niagara whatever Falls, yeah. If you don't say that stuff, people. Yeah, yeah. Then I should be okay. You're I don't think they're going to judge challenged. me too, too, you know, too much for for messing that up. They're here. Well, that's my job. They're, they're here for the music comment. There's no music. What are you talking about? There's no there's, music. It's my job pays. to judge you poorly. Uh, and I appreciate that. You do a fantastic job. Why? Thank you. <laughs> I, I know. I'll, I'll get. Right. I'll get an F plus at the end of the show. Okay. Well, well, my friend, I'm going to leave with a Norwegian accent. It's been wonderful. And that has been another episode of Backstage Lowdown. See ya. Peace. Thank you.